And welcome back to another edition of the Los Pointies Podcast. As always, I'm joined by my host, the headman, Curtis Trees. And before before we get into everything, a round of applause for our man, Dave the Dream Weaver. He took down the Constellation Prize at the NHC. $10,000. Well done, Dave. We're going to get Dave on the program maybe next week. He's busy today. I've seen he's working at San Diego mm-hmm. alongside, Dave, uh, alongside Todd Shrub there for the Saturday card. So, But nonetheless, last week I was supposed to get him on. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to jinx him. I'm going to yeah. stay away. I'm going to leave him alone. And it worked. <laughs> yeah, he, he was rolling pretty good there yeah. uh, in the normal contest. Do you remember what he ended up finishing? No. Uh, I remember early on we were looking at it, and he was like 135th or something in the overall standings. Yeah. But then uh, in the Constellation tournament, yeah, he just uh, turned it on. I know he had like a 30-1 first-time yes. starter uh, that helped him uh, go to that $10,000 victory. So, uh, yeah, Weaver going out and representing TVG at he, the contest. He's doing the, the the media rounds right now. I seen a, I heard an interview with him on the Steve Bick podcast uh, on the radio show. I heard it through the podcast archives. Uh, so he's doing the media rounds, of course. I'm going to leave him alone, let him celebrate, and then we'll touch base with him maybe in a week or two. Has see uh, how he's doing. Scotty blamed you for... No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you did interview Scotty. Do you think that had anything to do with it? Or, or was try, Scotty already dead in the water I, before you I, talked? I tried to, to uplift him, uplift him during uh-huh. the interview, but uh, nonetheless, Scotty there uh, for him to qualify because he had, he didn't have a birth. I want to say until like two weeks before the interview. Oh, really? I think it, Scotty qualified like really late. I remember him getting on a, a roll. Uh, really lately, yeah, like you're saying, uh, with the tournaments that he kind of started clicking there toward the end of the year, you started hearing a lot of his names in the yeah, tournaments. He's big on cash tournaments, so he he didn't have the NEC in his sights, mm-hmm. but I think he qualified like two weeks out, so it was a quick turnaround for him. But nonetheless, uh, it was a good showing by 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 our friends out there. We try to get in contact <clears throat> with our man George Duarte. Yep. He said, guys, I'm doing terrible. Please stay <laughs> away. I don't have anything to add to the podcast. Yeah, he hit a couple winners, I think. It, him and Scotty, they finished, uh, I think, two places. I think Scotty was like 550th and, and George was like 552nd or something. So uh, the local boys hanging out together. and uh, Luckily, one of them. I, I was shocked that it was Weaver, though, that that, uh, <laughs> that takes it. Because you figure uh, he'd have too much stimulation yes, going yes. around in uh-huh. Vegas to, to focus too much. But, uh, yeah, he uh, he cashed. And I'm sure Scotty and George will be firing back next year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, let's recap last weekend's grade one winter championship and the gate speed it was all about the gate speed, yep. curtis zooming for spuds just so professional out of the gate he needed every bit of that flying start but he got the job done yes just like yeah we always talked about you know your main point for picking him on top last week uh, just how professional he is I didn't really know. I, I hadn't seen him run from the rail. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen him run along from from the the rail here no. at Los Al. But uh, that was my only question. Uh, how is he going to take to it? But man, just same thing. He stood there like a statue. We were saying, and mm-hmm. they kicked the gates. He got out there in front, and eyes of favorite almost uh, pulled the upset over him. And the other money uh, runner who. Uh, we said could be a long shot. Kitty's easy yes. moves was, was right there in the end, but Zuma for Spuds prevailed. And going back to the Champion of Champions, congratulations, my. What is this? His eleventh time going to the Champion of Champions? <laughs> Something like that. It feels like ever since he he came here with Monty from the Intermountain region, 
it feels like every year he's found his way to make it into the big dance. Yep, uh, he's just, uh, like we said, such a fun horse to watch. He, he gets out there and he does his thing. Already won the Champion of Champions one time, and uh, he's joined all the, the, the great ones. He's up there with his name, uh, with like, names like Refrigerator mm-hmm. and other horses, uh, being in the Champion of Champions four or more times. So uh, looking forward to seeing him back there again at the end of the year. A, a round of applause to the podcast listener, Monte Rosa. Yeah. Podcast listener first, trainer second. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out to him. He he wins uh, the there with the win the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship, and I'm sure now they can breathe a sigh of relief, and they can really plan out the rest of the year up to uh, assuming for Spud's standards. Like they you know they can take a break now. They don't really need to. Yeah. You know, really push and really have that pressure of trying to qualify, but. They got it through. I'm sure he's going to get a little bit of rest and then point for a fall campaign. Yeah, I remember uh, Jesse and I, I think he won earlier on in the year, mm-hmm. and then he took a big break until, like, the go-man go, and then they kind of get him back going. But uh, Monty knows how to get that horse rolling. Uh, had that uh, good idea to put him in the uh, Z-Wayne trials right before yes. the Champion of Champions last year, and he, he finished a game fourth. You know, they're all right there at the end. So uh, I'm sure Monty uh, is mapping out all the plans for him later this year. All right, before we get into Sunday's program, which features the Los Alamitos uh, Maiden Stakes, I want to get your, your pick, Team LeBron or Team Giannis in the, in the NBA All-Star game. Uh, you know I got to go with Team LeBron. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Right? <laughs> I mean, come on, the hometown favorite, <laughs> even though LeBron's been uh, around uh, the United States yeah. by this time. But, of course, I'm going to go with uh, Team LeBron. I'll go Team Giannis. Uh, I'll take the underdogs there. LeBron, the Team LeBron is favored there. Uh, I'm always looking forward to a three-point contest. And I wasn't a, I'm not really a fan of the dunk contest. I feel like it's too stale. Yes. Um, but... A couple of years ago, I thought it was the best one I've ever seen um, with, uh, what's his name? Orlando Magic. Uh, Levine? Levine and Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Oh, okay. Aaron yeah. Gordon got robbed. Aaron Gordon got absolutely <laughs> robbed in 2016. Was that the one, though, where uh, Levine, didn't he put the ball under his legs and then he dunked it like, didn't he? That that was Gordon. Oh, was that him? Yeah, because he, he had it, the mascot had it. Remember the mascot was yeah. spinning on, on the, oh, okay. the hoverboards, that, remember? Yeah, yeah. And then Aaron Gordon, like, jumped. He passed <laughs> it underneath his legs. Yes, and that, that was mean, one of the most on. ridiculous I, dunks I've ever seen he, in my life. And he, he didn't win it? I mean, come on. He was robbed. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like uh, they go in with a predetermined winner. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of flair. Yeah. Uh, that's the only reason. But uh, I, I'm way more into the skills to the, part. To the judges that were there that year, boo! <laughs> Aaron Gordon should have won that year. But nonetheless, looking forward to NBA All-Star Weekend. I'll take Team Giannis. Curtis, you'll take Team LeBron. Definitely. All right, made it six. Let's get back to business. Sunday night at Los Alamitos, we got an eight-race program. And, uh, you know, race number eight is going to be the maiden stakes, $101,000 in the purse, and, of course, a field of 10. But we're going to kick it off. We're race number one, four and a half furlongs here. Maiden claimers. This early? Right off the bat? Right off the bat Yeah, here. you're catching me off, son. Right off the bat. <laughs> race number one. Okay. Lock of the night. It is going to be the three. Oh, American my gosh. Heart. So tell your dad, the pressure is on, Curtis. I, I will tell him. I'll tell him. Make Owner. sure that horse uh, eats up early. <laughs> Owner and trainer, Chuck Treese here, American Heart. I like the way he improved when dropping to this class, le- class level last time out. And he lost. she lost a little bit of ground when dueling three wide around the turn. Yep. She only missed second by a neck behind Swiss Empress, who's post number four. 
but give me American Heart second time at this level, lock of the night. I, I'm right there with you. I was starting to sour on American Heart a little. I, I thought maybe the stamina wasn't there, but really impressed me that last time out. You know, going stretching out to four and a half. Yes. I didn't think was going to be that horse's liking, but like you said, really fought hard down the stretch when I thought that horse would have given way. So yeah, I'm going to pick uh, American Heart on top. Then I'm going to go to the one happier together here for Angie Aquino. Uh, another Golden Gate shipper coming mm-hmm. into her barn. Uh, she's done well. It, we're going to have to gauge uh, how much early speed has shown some in the past, but again, it's going to be the, the first time at Los Al, so I think we'll be setting a stocking trip, but who knows? I mean, Angie, you know, she's been doing so well. She's on fire. The horse might just go up there to challenge American Heart. I'm going to go to the three, or uh, for third, I'm going to go to the four Swiss okay. Empress, who we previously talked about. Was right there with the three horse uh, duel there um, with uh, American Heart last time, but had the best of it. Was along the inside mm-hmm. and you know got the lead and still got run down by that big favorite. Tell my fortune. I thought had the you know the best trip of them all. Mm-hmm. And here draws outside the main rivals, so I think that might be uh, a you know a little bit of a difficult spot for this horse. And I'm gonna pick him in the third place. And that's why I I decided to make the three the the lock of the night it was three to one versus the four who's five to two. Thought the four got the best of the the trip there, saving all the ground along the inside. So give me the three on top. I'll take the four for second. And then for third, I'll take the six. Secret tattoo. Daniel Ascarate here. Edgar Payers jumps aboard. He was aboard last time out on February 1st. Finished fourth there. But I thought it was a better look fourth. I thought this, this she you know, she finished uh, with good energy past the wire. I think second time off the layoff could be beneficial. But give me the six for third. So lock of the night for me. American Heart here in race number one. Race number two. Four and a half furlongs, conditional claimers, $2,500 is a claiming price. Phillies and mares, three-year-olds and upward. Field of six set to post. Who'd you pick here in race number two? Yeah, I went to the outside, uh, blazing hot prospect, kind of an in-and-out runner here. But last time, you avoid three deep at, at the $3,200 level and weaken. So it's going to drop back down to the $2,500, in which last time it was there just got loose and won by five last time out so my my only concern is the two main speed runners are to the inside but I think the four Shaula you know had that nice win but it wasn't a condition race so I'm hoping Blazing Hot Prospect can just out finish these in the stretch we agree back to back here I'm going with the six Blazing Hot Prospect on top as well I just think she might be uh, the speediest of this group and drawing the outside I think Edgar Perry is going to be aggressive try to cross over to the rail and try to take them gate to wire of course, the main threat is going to be Shala coming off of that win last time out. Uh, she raced for against 6250 claimers going into 70. She's up for a $2,500 tag there. So either they're trying to put up a poor sell sign or they're just trying to get another win. Yep. And whoever wants to claim her can claim her. So uh, a little bit of a poker game here for Helsey Avalos. Christian Aragon remains with the mount. And for third, I'll go to the one, Holy Plan, who was a beaten favorite last time out. Second best behind Blazing Hot Prospect. But that might have been too short of a distance for this six-year-old mare. Now, second time off the layoff, first off the claim for Jesus Nunez. And she might like getting that extra half furlong to race with. So, 6-4-1 for me in race two. Yeah, I'm right there with you, 6-4-1. Yeah, I said Shaula won that last time, but I'm not a big fan of Tuesday's Supernova. Yeah, and it was a, a conditioned race, but is dropping down to 2,500. And then to the one holy plan down along the inside, uh, it can have uh, some versatility. And it's first off the claim for Jesus Nunez, so we'll see how it does. I like that. I like that. Race number three, another four furlong. This is a four furlong event. Excuse me, three rolls and up. Claiming price of twenty one twenty five hundred bucks. 
field of six set to post in this, in this race. Uh-oh. Well, I already went, so we know it's your spot in That's this right. Spot. We're going to try and make this an easy early pick four here. <laughs> we were both so impressed by the four last time out that I'm going to make it my lock this time. It was he went my of... lock last night. I needed him to win. <laughs> Man. Well, ho hopefully he can come through for me this time, but it was kind of a, a heat check for Angie. Yes. Uh, like we are saying, getting a horse off Keith Craigmile, and it went against Run Bro Run, who's a very speedy horse here. Uh, went wire to wire against him, ran too good to lose, I thought, so I want to make him my lock here in the third. Oh, I like that. I'm, you know, I'm going to pick him right back. I just, I, I needed him that night, but I, I, I was impressed with that run because he was stuck along the inside. He had to work to kind of get comfortable. Yeah. Uh, it was a game, game run there for Shadow Ops, so I'll, I'll pick him for top uh, just like you. Then the one master circle there. Is this, this might be a privately purchased, right? I got to check if the owner remains the same, but nonetheless, now in the barn of Jesus Mendoza, speed is the name of his game. And, you know, he's opened up the big leads early on the last two starts and he's held on for the win he looks like if if, if, if the four doesn't break the one has got to be the main thread there from the mm -hmm. inside so i'll go four one and then the three c to shining c i was impressed with how how well this one broke last time out was asked there by uh by uh chance boulanger and was able to keep on going to win at five to one it was a wet fast track that night so it's a little bit of a tricky read so we'll see how well he does here tonight. But I'll go four one three here in race number three. I'm with you on the exacta. I like four. And then I like the one Master Circle. Uh, has really improved its early speed in the last pair. And we're only going four furlongs, so should be right there with the four early. And But I'm going to go to the two. You know, there's right. so much uh, speed here with the, the one, four, five, and six that I'm going to try and pick a closer here. Uh, that I think uh, should be sitting a good trip. It's going to be second time for Sergio. They're dropping it from 3,200 to 2,500, and they're going to take the blinkers off. So hopefully look for this horse closing down the lane. All right, recap, I'll go 4-1-3. 4-1-2. right, race number four, the payoff leg of the early pick four. We're going 870 yards in this spot. We got a field of all thoroughbreds, field of six, claiming tag of $8,000. There's some sharp runners in here, uh, Curtis, but... Who are you going with here in this field of six? Shocking. I'm going to go with Angie again with a, a horse from Golden Gate. So oh. I'm going to go with five Capes Hot Rocket. Wait, uh, you're supporting a Golden Gate shipper first time against some sharp 870 runners? You know, he's got so much speed in the past, and I, I just don't see a whole lot of early speed mm -hmm. with the other horses. I'm, I know the three has shown a lot, but that was at Prairie Meadows and Emerald, and I just don't know how that horse is going to take to the low south service. I know Angie's probably got this one ready because she's claimed it for five and, and jumped it all the way up to eight. So I think this horse is going to be out there, and, and the one and the six are probably going to be sitting the trip looking to stock. But I think this horse might be able to get out on the front end and go wire to wire. This is where we separate. I don't have the five in my top three at, at all. all. This is <laughs> we were going so good. <laughs> we were three for three. We were smooth sailing until race number four. <laughs> I'm going to support the morning night favorite, the six. Chris is cooking. I just thought it was a, a, a sharp field this one faced last time out uh finished third there behind oil and candy zip uh Hernandez stays aboard he he won two starts back over the daytime i think the six has enough speed to show out of the gate so give me the six on top i'll go to the one hollywood sky there for second i was impressed with the final clocking there 51 and three didn't it wasn't it wasn't the strongest of 3200 fields but i like the way he did it there in the final stride to, to kind of draw off and it went comfortably, and uh, the barn of Sergio Morphin is still red hot. They're, yeah. they're winning a bunch of races. And I'll go to the three here, Mr. 
Takahashi here for Nick Lowe. I mean, this horse is a, a multiple six winner in yes. 2018. Uh, you know, he's won three out of the last four, but this is the first start here under the lights of LaSalle. So that's a little bit of a concern, but I'll go six, one, three for me here in race four. Yeah, I like the five on top. I like the six. Chris is cooking. It uh, showed some speed, but that was in the daytime oval. I, th I think we'll be sitting a, a good stocking trip. And that's why I went along with the one Hollywood Sky, also for uh, third there. I think uh, the six and the one will probably be chasing the five and looking to be, uh, you know, overtaking the, the five in the stretch if that's how it's going to, you know, pan out. And then I'm just going to take a wait-and-see approach on a three, Mr. Takahashi. Like you said, former stakes winner, and here it is in for 8,000. Yeah. Uh, Nick Lowe has, you know, been successful here at Los Sal, but I just, uh, I, it's going to be tough to gauge this horse, so I'm just going to go 5-6-1. So you take a wait-and-see approach on the three? Yes. You take a wait-and-see approach on your five. <laughs> so <laughs> there it is, race number four. Race number five, the start of the late pick four, and we switch down to the quarter horses. We got 300 yards here, claiming tag of 62.50 for, uh, Conditional claimers, three olds and up, which have never won two races. Maiden races and races for $5,000 or less not considered. Field of six, slight morning night choice is going to be the two only Monty. Who'd you pick here? I got to go to the hunch play with the, the competitive Willie Nelson, the old country <laughs> legend. Uh, first time off the claim here for Lindolfo. Yeah, had a decent uh, Los Al debut for $62.50. He only lost by a length there after breaking in and, and finished okay first time. Was competitive in Arizona. Ayala jumps aboard, so I think this horse is going to be ready to go uh, second time here under the lights. We agree. I mean, this first okay, off. Good. We get right back on <laughs> back it. Back on it. First, you know, the third bridge separate us. Third bridge separate us. <laughs> but back in quarter horse land, we agree. Willie Nelson there, first off to claim, was well man last time out, just did not get out to the best of starts. Finished fourth, beating about a length. But this first off, the claim angle for Lenolfo Diaz is a strong angle. And also making the second time start here at LaSalle, that one is a plus. And you get Jesus Ayala up aboard, mm -hmm. and they return to the same level. Exactly. So lots of things to like here. We agree on Willie Nelson. The main threat, I think, is going to be the four stilts for uh, Jorge Ferias here and Jairo Rangel. This one ran uh, even fifth last time out after not uh, getting a clean trip there. Kind of got bothered there midway. And uh, lost all chance. Was claimed two starts back for 4,000 off of that maiden win, which uh, looked good there, but it was a little bit of a sluggish time, 1580. But nonetheless, second time in the barn. If this one breaks, uh, I think he can be a big threat there to the three. So three, four, and then the two, only Monty there. 10 time, uh, ten time uh, starter there, two wins, a lot of close efforts there mm -hmm. underneath. Uh, he tends to break well, he's broken on top and Five out of the last six starts so he tends to break well he likes to be in the mix of things i think he's going to be right there at the finish as well so three four two for me in race five you know outside of uh, my top pick the three i thought it was a a, a pretty weird race yes I, I thought you could go a lot of different angles uh i'm gonna go to the one here uh childhood the other jorge farias runner mm -hmm. uh for second He's dropped down below the claiming price uh they claimed it for 10 they stepped up to allowance uh lugged in on that time and then they put it back in for 12.5, lugged in again. So here they're going to cut the claiming price in half. So I'm going to give it another look down along the inside. Uh, Jonathan Roman, uh, 
opted for this one over the four. So who knows uh, with either of the Furious runners. I don't know what's going to happen there. And then I'm going to go to the two, only Monty. You know, everything you said, this horse is uh, usually quick early and is right there in the thick of things. Has run uh, two good races out of three for uh, Chris O'Dell. Uh, steps up a little, but it's pretty much the same company that he faced two outs ago. So if this one gets away, I look for it to be right there in the end. Tricky race. Tricky race there in race number five. All right, race six. Three races left. Late pick three here in race number six. We got quarter horses going 350 yards. Conditional claiming price of $16,000. That is for three-year-olds, which have never won two races. Field of six. Slight morning nine choice is going to be the rail there. JB Gray Don coming off of a win for Paul Jones. Ayala was aboard the one. He jumps on the three for Lindolfo Diaz. Yes. Where are you going in this spot? I'm gonna go to the outside. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the six. Improvise Ooh. for Zamudio here. Uh, I, I don't think 350 yards will be that big of a problem. You one uh, 330 yards, two outs back. Has run three really good races for Zamudio and, and draws the outside. And Lozano's gonna opt for this one instead of the four Linda separation. So I'll go to the six. Improvise. This is a tough. This was probably the toughest race for my eyes. Well, the most competitive race, put it mm -hmm. that way. Because I can make a, uh, a case for any for anyone in this field. I don't have your six in any of my top three. At all? At all. This is like a tricky race. <laughs> I'm going with the three. Arrogant disregard here. Well, Andolfo Diaz finished second at huge last time out. But I, I thought he, it, was a, it was a good effort there considering the layoff. Was offered for $20,000 a day. Second time off the layoff now. Offered for sixteen. Ayala jumps aboard this one to get off of a Paul Jones runner that he's won two out of the last three starts. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of swaying me in this direction. I think he's one man in this spot, and I think he's going to handle the 350 yards without a problem. So I'll go three, and then I'll go to the two high flyer for Jimmy Glenn and Ulysses Gomez. One, second time out with the class drop. He took a while to get rolling, but he finished well. I think he's going to like the 50 extra 50 yards tonight. I don't know if he's fast enough. But I don't know if he's going to like the extra 50 yards. So at 6-1 in the morning line, I'm going to take a little bit of a shot there for the two. And then I'll go to the one, JB Gray Dawn. Tends to break well, has won two out of the last three. Paul Jones and Carlos Huerta there from the rail. It's hard to ignore the good form for this 3-0 gully. So 3 Two and one for me in race six. Well, I think uh, we can tell our, our listeners just to hit the all button in this race. I have six, and I'm going to go to the five. No. Lone Sharky here for Chris O'Dell. He's had trouble in, in every start except one, and, and he ran 15.63 and broke his maiden by a length there over Monarch, who came back to win later. But other than that, you just see a lot of trouble comments here in this horse's running lines. It just needs an alert start, and we'll see what he can do. And I, I'm going to go to the three, Arrogant Disregard. Yeah, I like that Ayala's uh, riding this horse over the one, J.B. Gray Dawn, uh, who just won, but... Yeah, I don't like that JB Gray Dawn is uh, down there along the inside, but the three is dropping down from 20,000 uh, to 16,000 and is going to make its second start off the layoff. And I'm with you. I, I, I don't think uh, 350 is going to be any problem no. with this horse. So uh, as long as Ayala can get this horse out, uh, I think being drawn between the two and the four uh, should be to this horse's liking. Uh, we'll give Arrogant Disregard a spot in the third place spot. Oh, man. Tricky, tricky race. Race number seven. There's two races left. You know what time it is. Highlight daily double. And we got 330 yards here in this spot. We got an allowance field. Purse of $11,825. Good field of six to anchor the late double. Who'd you going with in this spot? I thought this was another pretty uh, <laughs> difficult race here. It's going to be a pretty salty uh, late pick mm -hmm. four. 
I'm gonna go to the two. Just be. We agree. Me. Okay, we agree. We okay, agree. we got Chris Odell here. He's got uh, two runners. He's also got the one Parsons Rocket down along the inside. So I'm guessing he entered this uh, horse just to make it go for just being me. Well, fingers crossed. Uh, hopefully, I'm reading yes. between the lines that it's like that. But the horse is usually quick from the gate. Already qualified for two fraternities: the Sale Fraternity and the Governor's Cup, and ran a nice second uh, to Coleman 47 in the Sale Fraternity. Uh, since then, you know, had some trouble out of the gate, but I think uh, just getting a, a nice clean start, uh, and he's between the one and the three. Who you know they can be a little tardy early, so uh, well, we, I think he'll fire a, a big effort. I'm looking for a nice effort out of the two, just being me. Me too. I just I just kept kept looking at that effort in the PC creature, and he was he was game. Like he that was a legit race. Yeah. Uh, the time was solid, and it's not like he benefited from. A lot of other runners having trouble. He just ran his race. And I thought he was training in the right direction. There's legitimate excuses for the last two starts. I just think he's well meant in this spot. So I agree with you on Jess being me. For second, I'll go to the three. You caught my eye for Mike Castleman and Jesus Ayala. Uh, owned and bred by Steve Burns. Finished fourth last time out in that trial there. Which single Cruz won, I want to say a 20 to 1 or 30 to 1. Something crazy like that. But, uh, you know, he qualified to the Golden State back in uh in november uh he's he's run well here under ayala i think he can break much better than what he's done in the last two or three starts uh, and i think she can she can make an impact in in, in this race she, she finished third there in the governor's cup behind powerful favorite and favorite wise lady i think she's a legitimate threat here for the win and then for third i'll go to the five walk on by blues just hard to ignore how sharp he looked she looked last time out she's won two out of the last three She's finished well going 300 yards. You just got to think if she breaks well, she's going to finish strong. Mm -hmm. And 330 yards should be no problem. So I'll go two, three, and five here in race seven. I'm going to go two, and I'm to one of your old favorites. I'm going to go to the four, Striver. Because yeah, okay. I think uh, the shorter the better for this horse. I think going yeah. back to 330 uh, will be to her liking. Uh, I'm going to point to that win two races back uh, when she beat Tack Me Up and Delayed Steel. Uh, yeah, I wasn't on board that night, but it uh, kind of made me a believer again. I, so I, I think uh, being drawn next to Walk On By Blues and You Caught My Eye should get a pretty clean start, but is going to need to hold on at the end if she's going to get the check. And then I'm going to go to the five, Walk On By Blues, who you talked about. It, you know, it took a while to get going, but it's really looked impressive in two out of the last three starts. So if she's going to put up uh, another 1553 or 1541. Uh, we are going 330, I'm sorry, but uh, if she can get away like that and finish like has, uh, she has been at the 300-yard distance, should be really tough tonight. The only thing that I'm worried about is that I love K.R. Olive Oil, who she beat. I love K.R. Olive Oil on Friday night here mm -hmm. in South. Yeah. Just didn't run, didn't fire. Got some trouble out of the gate. Yeah. So I'm a little, a little bit worried. But nonetheless, you got to respect uh, Welcome Buys Blues, two wins out of the last three starts. So recap, I'll go 2-3-5. Two, four, five. All right, we have arrived to the maiden stakes, the Los Alamitos maiden stakes here, 350 yards at the distance. Three-year-olds here going for a purse of $101,000, a field of 10. And I would be surprised if we land on the same horse because there's a lot of options to go to. Yeah. But I'll let you go first. Who would you pick in the maiden stakes? Uh, it's probably pretty obvious who I'm going to go for. I went to the nine, a political <laughs> okay, okay, flying. Right. You're, not, you're not with me on no, this third one? third choice, third choice Okay, okay. Well, you know, looked great from the rail last time out. You know, put up a nice time out finishing Kid Comeback. Uh, I like the, the nine-hole draw here. That's usually a spot that a lot of trainers and riders like in finals. Uh, Justin Joyner has been super tough at Los Al. 
uh, it's been tough to bet against him. I think he's won, you know, the past uh, three stakes he's been in. Yeah. I think this horse is, is peaking right, and this is a, a nice level for him uh, after he's uh, been in some fraternity trials, you know, out of state and at Low Sal. I think he fits right here in this maiden group, and uh, he could break through and get his first stakes race in the maiden stake. He scares me, and he's he is by a political Jess. Uh, so he and he looks sharp, but I'm picking for third. Okay, I, I've got some other horse up top, and I like the two Cavuto here for Jesus Nunez. Okay, Caesar Franco four to one on the morning line. I, I I was impressed how he looked on 28th of December there, uh, breaking the maiden in 1547. Then I kind of was waiting. You know, is he gonna is he gonna show up again, or was that a fluke? Yeah, but he showed up on trials night. He only won by that neck, but I think he was confidently ridden i don't think he was asked for his best i think Cesar franco was just riding him to the wire there on their hand ride i think there's plenty more left in the tank i was impressed with that victory there on trials night so give me the two cabuto and give me the 10 sassy favor for second for valentin zamudio on the outside you got ramon sanchez takes him out yes we know we do know that ruben lozano has kind of been the go-to guy now for uh, Valentin Zamudio, and he's on the six at La Carrera. But I just think the outside post could benefit here, Sassy favorite. I thought this one finished okay there in that third place finish. So I'll go to the two, the 10, and then the nine, eight political flying. Hard to ignore Justin Joyner here, how good of a 2018 he had. And he followed it up with a very good win here for this one on 27th of January. So two, 10, nine for me in the maiden stakes. Yeah, I got the 9A political flying on top, and then it's going to be a first for the podcast. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. <laughs> I'm going a Zamudio uh, entry for my second place. I'm, I'm putting the 6 and the 10 okay, you in can my decide. second spot. You can I could, because we we thought Alec Carrera was pointed towards this race. I thought she was giant on debut. Yeah, so you know, runs a, a, a second by head to my signature in here. I'm not going to completely get off of her off yeah. that song. I'm, I'm throwing in there. And then the 10 Sassy Favorite, a really well-bred horse. You know, won it at first asking there and just veered and bumped at the start, but was really finishing nicely last time, and I like the outside draw. So I got Zamudio <laughs> in my second spot, and then I'm going to go to the one gangster oh, Americano here, the royally bred Gelder. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't ignore I that. I kicked myself. Uh, well, actually, I'm, what am I saying? We did ignore. I'm kick, yeah, I'm <laughs> kicking myself for not having this one at 5-1 to one that yeah, night. Yeah, uh, we did ignore this horse uh, in the low style debut. Went off 5-1. to one. And You know, I was three deep to hit the pick four. That was the payoff leg on the 4th of January. He ran in race eight. Yeah. I was three deep. I did not use it. Completely overlooked. Paid like $1,400. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one that uh, if you're just looking at it oh, uh, and, and any quarter horse fan would have said, like, how did you not have that just based off the breeding that you throw in? Oh, well, before before you, I lose the chain of thought, that same thing happened last night at Los Al. 20 to one shot wins race number eight last night on Friday. Yeah. And who was he bred? By Corona Cartel. Out of Dina Seattle, BRZ. Yeah, what was it? I am Brazilian. Was yeah, that the, the name? Yeah, that's always uh, that's always when you turn the page too at Man. the equine sale or, or wherever he's being sold across the country. But yeah, sometimes uh, we just tend to overlook it. We just look at the form, yeah. and sometimes uh, it is fine to just go off breeding. But yeah, so I'm gonna go off this one. Uh, it's kind of the reason why I don't like Cavuto. Uh, Cavuto held uh, held on by a neck last time, and 
we were, I think we were both like waiting for Gangster Americano to, to just, just fly by. by. Yeah. But then it turned out uh, Ed Burgart uh, had said that the horse bled. Yes. Uh, and so I'm going to use that as an excuse. I'm hoping uh, Ramon Figueroa uh, has figured everything out, and I'm just going to point back to the Los Al debut where uh, the, the horse finished really strong, the rail's been good, so hopefully uh, everything's uh, okay with Gangster Americano. Uh, all systems are a go, and uh, maybe uh, he can run a big one. Add a little black type to Matt Bari's page for the sales. Wow, that's going to be a very, very good addition to the menu six. I think it's wide open. I think honestly, if you tell me, oh, the seven's going to win. Well, I, I would yeah. be like, yeah, the seven has a shot. Oh, the, the six can win. Yeah, the six has a shot. The three's going to win. <laughs> yeah, the three can uh, win. Totally. I, I know a kid comeback is uh, uh, one of George Duarte's favorite. Yeah, I, yeah. I know he's been chasing that yeah. one for a long time, so uh, he'll definitely have that thing included in a pick six or a pick four. The only thing is, there's no Rodrigo. <laughs> is, is he? Is Rodrigo out? What is? You know, I I don't know. I, I don't can't know. keep I can't track keep of either. Yeah. So, I, who knows? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Nonetheless, recap. I'll go two, ten, and nine. And I'll go nine, six, ten. Okay, with the slide. one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there. So you're banking that Zamudio. Zamudio, he's got the poker hand, right? Yeah. Like you don't know which one is gonna. Be, you, yeah. you know, one of these is gonna run lights out. Yeah. I just don't know which one. I kind of landed on the outside just because of the outside post. But I think Zamudio has a big, big pair here for the Mate of Six. Yeah, exactly. You know, he, he's won plenty of races with Ramon Santos before. So uh, with uh, Lozano getting off and going to the Six, you know, don't let that steer you away from Sassy favorite at all. Uh, just like the post and like the way the horse been finishing, uh, very well bred. So, yeah, Zamudio looks uh, like he's got some pretty good chances in the eighth. Can't complain. All right, that's the car there for a Sunday night. You gotta get the changes, and uh, uh, and the the scratches. I've gotta get down to the set. Big night here for Saturday Night Los Al. So we'll see you guys next week. All right, bye everybody.